sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. And away we go, Sportsbook Radio on a Monday. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Thrilled to be with you from the KSHB studios in Las Vegas on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius Channel 204. The beginning, Stevie. It's just the beginning. Two weeks. Two weeks of talking about a football game, but it's what we do every year. Right now, today, it's fine. I, I know, for me, man, about Wednesday or Thursday of next week, I'm going to. Play the game already. Kick it off. No, the saving grace, though, we'll be doing our annual Super Bowl props remotes on Thursday the 4th and 5th over at the Superbook at the Westgate. Oscar Goodman swinging by. Jake Cornegay rolls out the red carpet. They'll have the 400 props. We get Bruce Marshall, Andy Isco, all our friends, both sides of the counter, and we dissect the props, see where they've moved, and it's handicapping the game within the game. We love those two days. Those are two of my favorite days of the year. All true. Just be careful. Do not get too close to Oscar Goodman's concoction in that glass. That, that'll send your, uh, the, the, your eyebrows. I talked to Oscar uh, Saturday. And, you know, just making sure we're good to go, how to do this. Usually the showgirls come. Right. No showgirls this year. So, but Oscar's coming. He's like, I, I do this. I want to do it. I mean, great. So, no showgirls. He goes, he goes but, I, I, you know... I said, don't worry, you still get the free drink. He goes, drink? I want, you know, I want four. I said, Oscar, it's an Olympic cauldron. They serve you. I mean, that drink is five to be, five bare minimum to begin with. Yeah. No, it, it, it's a huge glass. It's just, it's incredible. I don't know how he does it. That, that, I mean, I have to be 15 years younger, maybe 20 years younger. than That thing would knock me on my butt. Well, I mean, the people around here know. Uh, I, I'm excited that we'll be doing it on the, you know, Sirius 204, and the people from afar will get to hear Oscar because he is worth the price of admission. Mm-hmm. But and he no dummy. He's a sharp. Oh yeah, no, he knows what he's doing. Well, he's he's been around Vegas you know, forever. He knows the people who know. He he you know he makes some phone calls and talks to some people and. You know, handicaps. Oh, we're games. talking on the phone together, just saying hi. He's such a great guy. And, okay, yeah, we get the thing all put to bed for the football thing. All right, man, how's the mayor doing? His wife's the mayor. Oh, she's doing great. And everything. Okay, great. I'm like, well, listen, man, good to talk to you. And he goes, oh, who do you like in the Villanova-Providence game? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, this ain't no joke, man. I mean, he's swinging. He's in there. Hey, if you know everybody in town, get their opinions. <laughs> it, it can only help you. He's the best. Uh, and we got Chuck Esposito going to join us today. Uh, here on Sportsbook Radio from Sunset Station, Station Casinos. And we'll dive into uh, what we saw yesterday and the opening numbers and maybe some individual guys you might want to look at in advance of the props. Uh, Chuck will join us in the next segment. As we come out of the gate, though, Bucks had the big lead. It got way more interesting than it needed to. The play at halftime was a disaster for the Packers. What were they possibly thinking? Uh, then LaFleur 
You know, I, I think you've got Rodgers, and you know Brady's on the other side. You don't know you're going to get it back. I, I thought, you know, a couple goofy things. I think LaFleur should have gone for it. I think Arian should have declined the offside penalty, and he played right into LaFleur's hands, and they almost got the ball back because of it. You know, but the Bucks make it, and they're playing at home. The Chiefs, I would just say this to you, Stevie. That may have been, and, and as you know, electric as they are, that may have been the most complete 60-minute football game they played all year long, specifically on defense. But when you put the two together on both sides of the ball, they shut the Bills' offense down. The, the secondary was amazing. Nobody was open for Allen to throw to. And the Bills had no answer for anything Casey did offensively. I completely agree. That that was the juggernaut that we thought that Kansas City would be all year long, uh, whereas in the regular season, they actually allowed teams to hang around. That was not the case yesterday. So a 16-1 team, let me get this right, a 16-1 team is peaking <laughs> yeah, yeah. at the right time. Yeah, yeah. that, that sounds nuts, doesn't do it? Do you think I, the number, I do, personally, I think this number's low. I, I yes, but but now KC was three and a half. Right. Came down to three. Yes. fifty-seven down to fifty-six. It's three minus twenty. I think you'll see three and a half. I do believe it can get to four. Not, I I kind of hope not. I took the three and a half when when it opened three and a half and started coming down to three. I, I said okay, I better grab the three and a half. So I did. Um, I, I quickly back to Green Bay and and I I would agree with you. I would have gone for it on the fourth down. That one play did not, and everyone's going nuts over that. That one play did not lose them the game. They had multiple chances sure. in the second half, especially, to win a five-point game, and they didn't. And and that's and overall, that's why they lost. And I'm not happy with Aaron Rodgers' post game. I mean, don't don't throw your coach under the bus. You know, this thing about well, maybe I'm out of here now. Then, then leave. Then just leave. Well, you know what. You strike while the iron's hot. The first hour that we do only on Sirius 204, we just got done talking about Watson and Stafford. Mm-hmm. So if Rogers, if he really does say, you know, maybe somewhere else for me, he's like, get your name out now because there's two high-end quarterbacks the teams are going to be going after. He's throwing the smoke flare into the sky. I, I just don't like it. If I'm, one, if I'm a teammate, I don't like that. Stick around. We get things started here sportsbook radio coming right back to las vegas with chuck esposito joining us we do this 24 hours a day every day it's real and it's here we've got to come up with sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com Believe it or not, you can listen too much to us. I mean, it's possible. Get to know your family again. Did you know your wife cries herself to sleep every night? That's what she told us. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, getting right back at it here. Sportsbook Radio from the KSHP Studios in Las Vegas. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Coming up at the top of the hour on the Sports Grid Radio Network and on Series 204, Scott Farrell takes over. Uh, we're looking forward to a fun two weeks, Stevie, gearing up for the football game. Calling on all our guests, our stable of sportsbook directors. We're going to be hitting the road. We're going to be out at Sunset Station a couple of days. 
Super Bowl week. We're doing our Super Bowl props show over at the Superbook at the Westgate with Jake Cornier. It's going to be good fun. We got it covered, man. Our, our sportsbook director friends, they know of what they speak. By the time we kick this ball off in two weeks, we will know what kind of socks Tom Brady prefers. That's uh, how deep we're going to get into Too this. much information. Do you agree, Chuck? Chuck Esposito joins us. I would think so, but uh, hey, it's, that's the fun of it, guys. Putting up so many different props. There'll be a, a thousand different ways to bet this game. Uh, the winner of next year's Pro Football Championship will be up. And with these two teams, guys, it's so offensive-minded. Um, we've already started working on the props, and we're having a lot of fun putting together. Can't wait for our packet to come out uh, Friday night with all these props on it and let the guests kind of dive in. And don't forget, they'll all be on STN Mobile. They'll be on the mobile app, so with all the current lines on there. So if you don't have the app, it is such a great time to have it. Um, we know it's going to be busy with the championship game coming up and uh, you know a little bit longer lines, both the cash and bet. So get the app. I mean, it's such a great thing to have STN Mobile with all these props on it and, of course, everything for Big Game Sunday. Chuck, i got to ask you, how beneficial is it? We know how hard it is to repeat in the NFL. How much of a benefit is it for you guys that Kansas City played in this game last year and I know some different personnel, but the, the profile guys, Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey, guys of that ilk, that you did all this work on them last year, they're basically the same team, and, and you got to look at the matchup. But to go back and look at how those props and those individual guys were bet last year, and you got to do it again, how big an advantage is that for you in terms of getting this work done? It definitely helps, guys. I think we're always looking back at um, props from previous years to see um, kind of trends in the way that they were bet. Um, but yeah, I think with these two teams in it, and the same that these two guys, these two teams played earlier this season in a game that was a uh, 27-24, um, Kansas City won kind of the uh, the tale of two different halves in that game. But it, it definitely helps, just especially looking at those offensive skill position players like Mahomes and and, and Kelsey and and Hill, um, just seeing the way that they. They were bet last year, but I mean, for us guys, I think you know it, it's such a great matchup because you can put so many things out offensively with these two teams and the skill position players. And and you think about, I mean, Brady, uh, first time going as a wild card quarterback, had to win all three games on the road, and then he's playing in his home stadium. Um, and Kansas City looking to be the first team to repeat since Brady and the Patriots did it in 03 and 04. So it's kind of cool, I think. Uh, I know there's a lot of, you know, it's not the same because you're not going to have that influx of guests out here uh, as you would have in the past and, and the Super Bowl parties and things. But if any two teams, um, especially now with the mobile app, can get us close to that record handle, I would say it's these two teams because of all the props that will be on the board and because of the, the high total and what these two teams bring to the table as far as popularity goes for the betters. Can you talk, Chuck, the correlation of – high-profile public guys to the number that translates into the props. The Chiefs burned money. That was the first game they covered. Uh, I'm sure the Chiefs have been your favorite team all year long. They didn't cover a game. You had to go all the way back uh, to them covering against the Jets Jets on November 1st. And we know Brady, uh, money came in on the Bucks against the Packers. Money always comes in on Brady and the over. How, how is there a correlation to those 
two public guys in, in frankly, public teams now because of those two guys and how you make uh, maybe the, the betters pay for it if they're thinking there's going to be. How much of a shade is there, I guess, in a correlation to the over on some of their individual props? Because people love these guys. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely plays in. I think even looking at um, the MVP guys, it's you have to make these two guys similar to what the, the teams are to win the game um, just because – it's going to be hard, especially, I think, on the Tampa side. Um, if Tampa wins the game, you have to think Brady's going to be MVP. Maybe, you know, on, on Kansas City side, if there's a couple of screen passes, like like in the first matchup against Tampa, that Hill takes to the house, um, you could see a scenario where, where maybe Hill's MVP or, or maybe Kelsey still favored both quarterbacks. But I think when you look at the props, um, you're definitely shading them that way in favor of the quarterbacks because it was the highest total that was ever posted. Both these teams teams went over in their championship games, um, and they both looked good in doing it. I think in, in Kansas City's case, you're right. They hadn't covered since that game against the Jets. Um, the Bills had been the, the guest favorite team because they had covered so many times. But you and I talked about it, B, last week. When was the last time the Chiefs were only three-point favorites at home? Um, you have to throw out that game against the Chargers, but it was a really small number, and you take away that touchdown that the Bills had early in the game on a, on a turnover and a punt that put them you know, basically on the one-yard line. I mean, this was a game that kind of looked like the Chiefs of old. Um, they looked good in the game, and you know, I know we talked about it, you, Andy, and Bruce and I, that it almost reminded me, and it still does, getting into the championship game, a little bit of those Bulls teams. And you even heard a reference yesterday on TV that they talked about it, um, is that they just wanted to get there. They knew what they had to do. They're still 15-2 and two this year, which is pretty impressive. Um, uh, and they just wanted to get to this point. They know when they have to turn it on or not, but there definitely is a correlation in shading towards especially those two guys and props. Um, thank you for correcting me. I keep saying there's 16 and one. I forgot they they didn't play anybody against the Chargers. It was the game meant nothing. But you're right, 15 and two. Um, I'm wondering though, Chuck, everything you just said, and sometimes it's a keep it simple, stupid thing. Like Mark Lawrence comes on our friend from Playbook.com before the season, and we do conference previews and we talk stuff. Uh, and we just talk it out, and it's, oh, that makes sense. Mark that down, or this is an overtake. And just listening to you talk, I kind of feel this way now, but you've driven the point even further home for me. I think this number's low. And, and I get it. You're looking for two-way action and, and, and Brady and uh, the, the money that, that'll come in because of him. But you're right. Like this Chiefs team laying less less than four, <laughs> and the way if they're peaking at the right time, I get it. Brady's they're a public team, and Brady's a monster, and God bless him all the things he's done. But I, this Kansas City team, man, they're 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 on a mission now. They are. I think you know you you look at the the first game they played. Um, I think it was twenty to seven. Um, Chiefs at the half and. It really was kind of the tale of, of two halves, and you saw Tampa come back in that game. But the Chiefs were pretty dominant early. They got out to a big lead there, um, and they are the defending champs, and they're back again. Looked good yesterday, you know, for the most part healthy. I do think the loss to, to Fisher on the offensive line is a big loss. Um, we saw that happen with Green Bay when, when they lost, you know, a big piece of their offensive line too. You kind of lose that anchor on the offensive line, but. 
hey, it's hard to argue uh, about Brady being the GOAT. I mean, I was one of the guys who said it's too early to really say after one year um, who got the best of it, you know, or, or, or who needed who more, Belichick or Brady. And I was making a case that maybe it shouldn't be Brady because he went to a much better situation. He had great skill position players. He, was, he went to a different league, and then they added Brown and Gronk. But, hey, they won all three games on the road. I know it was Washington, and, you know, they had the quarterback situation, but they went in against the Saints with a really good defense, and then they went into Green Bay. I mean, Green Bay, back-to-back years in the championship game, back-to-back years, 13-3. and They went in there and beat Aaron Rodgers. So uh, if you like Tampa, I, I think you're going to take them on the money line. I think you're going to see a case that – Although the number's not, you know, uh, five, six, seven, where ideally you see kind of laying the point spread and taking the money line, even with a low number, I still think you'll see that, where you'll see a lot of cheap play on the, on the point spread and the public really backing Tampa um, on the money line because of their popularity and because he is Tom Brady. Stevie, you took three and a half. You thinking the money line? You know, he brings up a good point. I've got him at 14 to one, too. I did that before the oh, playoffs. Oh, you don't started. need the money line. I, I don't. Well, good for you. I might. Nostra Stevie. We'll see how the week goes. Maybe maybe I'll throw it for you on the money line. Chuck Esposito's joining us. We're going to take a quick break. We're coming right back to Las Vegas. Sportsbook Radio on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Sirius Channel 204. Much more to come on the big game coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to the source of live odds, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. But we just call it the winning edge. Keep it here. There's plenty to go around. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Back in Las Vegas, here from the KSHB Studio Sportsbook Radio and the Sports Grid Radio Network Series Channel 204. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Next segment, the big man's checking in. We're heading downtown. Tony Miller from the Golden Nuggets going to give us his take on the big game. We are thrilled to be joined by Chuck Esposito, currently from Sunset Station. Stations, casinos, the mobile app, the $100 sign-up bonus when you get your meat hooks on the app. And if you're coming in for the big game, first thing you should do is get a couple of apps. Convenience and the ability to shop for numbers. Stevie, we say that all the time. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I have as many apps as I can afford to have, Brian, because you never know when you're going to find that hook somewhere at, at, at a place. It's good to have everything available. Uh, hey, Chuck, on this total, you mentioned highest total ever. Are you guys uh, a little weary of one-way action on this? We know the public, no matter what it was with these two teams, they're going to play the over. If it gets high enough, will the Sharps come back a little bit on this? I think so, Stevie. I think you know you, you look at um, the divisional the divisional round. You had three of the four games go under. You had both games go over yesterday. Um, you look at this um, this Bucks team. I mean, seven straight wins. Their last loss was against uh, the Chiefs. They haven't lost since that time. And I think it's six straight weeks now that they've gone at least thirty points or more. With three of those weeks being forty points or more. So these two teams love to score. I think the public is going to play it over, even though it's the highest total ever. Um, you know, opening total that was posted might see some early action on the under. I think you might see some respected play if it starts getting too high. But, but uh, these two teams do score a lot of points, guys. All right, I'm, I'm going to 
turn a corner here on you, Chuck. You know I love hockey. I was watching your black. I was watching your Blackhawks. This this Lankin and it, it, here lately doesn't look too bad, Chuck. Is he maybe the goalie of the future? Is it, is it too early to look at that? And the power play has really turned itself on. Uh, no, I don't think it's too early to say that he could be because I mean he he played for the Finnish team last year and played really well. Um, I think they were able to, to win the gold. Uh, he's a 25-year-old undrafted player. Um, he's got some familiarity with the, with the Hawks coaching staff. And you look at Subban and Delia, they really haven't been able to grab it yet. And I think when it comes to the Hawks, know that they're in a rebuilding situation, know that they don't have Kirby Doc or Jonathan Taze. So, you know, listening to what, what Carlton had to say, it's whatever goalie kind of becomes that that hot guy. I mean, he has played well. Granted, it was against Detroit. Didn't play badly against Florida. Um, but, you know, he's still a, a young goalie. He's a rookie goalie. Those were his first three games. So it's a long season. There's going to be some some hiccups, no question. They did spend a first or a, a second round pick on a goalie last year in the draft. Um, so you know, I, I think they're looking for somebody um, to kind of be that guy. So, but right now he's the hot hand. So I think you ride him. I think he starts Tuesday night against Nashville. They do play back to back a Tuesday Wednesday. So you'll probably see Delio or Subban. Um, I think the, the other thing to look at with Chicago is they, they just kind of are in the process of giving Scott Darling a shot with the, um, with the Ice Hogs. So not so sure he's had, you know, since he left the Hawks, um, hasn't worked out the way he had hoped. But I guess he's another option, too, at least as a backup or uh, an emergency goalie on the taxi squad if they, if they sign him to a deal. But they are giving Scott Darling, who had a lot of success, um, the last year they won the cup, backing up Corey Crawford and kind of sharing the net with him. So he's another option maybe as well. But right now it is Kevin Lankinen who's playing really well in his first three starts ever in the NHL. Chuck, from the odds maker's point of view, like for the Super Bowl, obviously. Uh, in fact, I want to you know let me do that first. I come back to hockey in a second. I've been in the office with you. Uh, I had the good fortune when I first moved to Las Vegas was over at LVSC with the odds makers and that process. But the last. My God, Chuck, I can think about the last six years, pre-pandemic, I'd be doing the football parties out at Sunset Station, and on many occasions, I'd swing by your office and stick my nose in the door while the second game's being played, and that conversation that's going on about hanging the Super Bowl number, what was that process maybe where you were thinking at the beginning of the day as the Packers-Bucks game unfolded, but then the way the Chiefs were going, how did that, that number fluctuate with the discussions you were having with your team? It's really fluctuated over the last um, week to 10 days, guys. We had that prop on the board for a while where the AFC team was three, and that was kind of based on um, on Chiefs-Packers. Uh, and then going into this weekend, it, the AFC was all the way down to one, and that was still kind of based on Chiefs-Packers. And then you saw the the Bucks go into um, Green Bay and win that game, although I didn't think Brady played a great game. He played a good game. He had three costly turnovers. Green Bay had a very controversial decision if they if they should have or shouldn't have kicked that field goal, but three times Rodgers went three and out where they had opportunities to take the lead in that game, um, and then you saw Kansas City come out and, and really dominate, but but I think when you go back, look at Kansas City, I mean, they beat a Cleveland team um, that you know most people didn't think would be playing in that game, they beat a Buffalo team, and I know Buffalo's good and young, and you know I, I know you're a fan, B, but they really got outplayed by both Indy and Baltimore, and could have got beaten in those games, so I think you, you look at, at Kansas City and you want to say, hey, they should be, you know, more. 
um, as Stevie said, than a field goal in this game. But you make a case for both these two teams. I mean, Tampa's hot. They've won all these games on the road. Kansas City's the defending champs. They can turn it on, it looks like, when they want to. And we kind of went back and forth until we came up with the number that we think will draw a good two-way action and really haven't moved it much since we opened it. Uh, moved the, uh, the money line down a little bit and the total down, but really not the point spread. So um, there's two weeks to go. We'll see, ultimately, which way they drive it. But I do think if you like Tampa, you're going to see a lot of money line money come in um, on the Bucks. So Chuck, in your office what was the rumble? Did paint, uh, paintings fall off the wall? Trophies fall off the thing behind you? With the dreaded Scotty Miller hookup with Tom Brady at that? What, what, what was the roar that came off the floor then? Well, it was a pretty big roar, but we were, you know, we were rooting for uh, for Tampa in the uh, in the first half, and that was actually, you know, of the two games, that was our biggest uh, decision was being was having Tampa be able to win that game outright. So, I mean, points were good uh, at that point. Um, I know we touched on it earlier, and, and you guys did. You did see some respected play show on both dogs in the game, uh, and both the Bills and the the Bucks. But the public really backed the Packers and over. Uh, the guests were all over that um, in the first game. So. So we clearly were Bucks fans. So uh, going into the locker room with, with more than just a, a field goal lead, I think kind of laid the groundwork that, hey, the Bucks are in this game and they got a real chance to win. But it was a, a loud eruption, uh, no question. I think I told you the loudest ones I usually hear are when, uh, you know, the, when the Raiders scored in a couple of those games or when the Knights score. But uh, that was a pretty loud cheer as well, guys. All right, back to the hockey for one second. From the odds maker's perspective, let's say the consensus, we're like six games in. Some played seven. The stuff we talked about, Chuck, is working. And these are like, you know, pretty simplistic things that make sense, but they're actually very early on proven to be something to monitor. And that's because they're like series, the team that loses the first game has a real sense of urgency in the second game. Generally speaking, we're seeing in those revenge spots in the second game of a series that the the team that loses the first game comes with a sense of purpose. And for the most part, those second games are played closer to the vest. I know it's a small sample size, but are these the kind of things you guys are looking at in terms of, and I'm not saying you got to make adjustments that are over the top, but they got to be things you're looking at. Absolutely. I mean, I, we talked about it, B, but before the season started, um, internally looking at some of those trends, looking at teams that were going to have more of kind of a, a 50-50 split between the pipes. Um, not sure. We weren't sure what the Knights were going to have. We know they kind of they talked about it, that it might be a, a 50-50 split, but wasn't sure because Leonard clearly uh, appears to be DeBoer's guy. But looking at that stuff as well, saying, you know, a team that, that's the favorite, if they if they win the first game, that the, the dog will tighten it up in game two, or if the favorite and home team loses the first game, you know, would you inflate that number a little bit in game two? So, absolutely. We're looking at all that stuff, charting it, you know, from the analytics side, kind of looking at that from our end, too. But you're right, it's a very small sample size um, at this point, but uh, all good stuff to look at. And, you know, the public is, uh, and the guests are so much more educated than they've been in the past, too. We're in an information era. They're doing their homework on this and looking at kind of trends and, and things that we are as well. I know our focus is on the big football game coming in a couple of weeks. P- PGA's back up and running. They're back on the main line. The uh, main land, the, the tournaments get bigger. NASCAR's coming. Baseball's not too far away. It's been, it's been a long year, Chuck. 
still just in our normal lives, we're still searching for, you know, more normalcy. But from the sporting world, we're really starting to get it again. It's it's fun, B. Um, you know, having all these different you know sports going on and, and coming back, and of course we saw it. You know, last year, uh, granted it was it was different, but yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with you. And that's why you know um, you know want to stress it's such a great time to have the STN mobile app. You still have up to that hundred dollar bonus going on, and um, with all the different sports, you're not that far away from uh, the college basketball tournament. We know there's going to be some changes. You know, as far as uh, dates that you may have some, you know, Mondays and Monday and Tuesdays involved as well. And all games are going to be played in one city. But we're excited about that. You're right about baseball. You know, a lot of news coming out almost daily in the hot stove. And, you know, the Padres with everything that they're kind of doing. And the Blue Jays still are, in the, you know, I've had some conversations with the Cubs for Hendricks and Bryant. You know, trying to be a major player in the East as well. It's great having all these things going on. So we're excited about it. But, again, don't forget, get signed up for STN mobile it really does bring the sports book to the palm of your hand all right buddy listen we'll be out with you on friday and then we're going to boom boomerang back out there in the early stages of super bowl week so we'll be seeing a lot of each other i can't wait it's always great fun thanks for uh, jump starting the week for us bud all right boys same look forward to it Chuck Esposito from sunset station our friends at stations casinos don't forget it's lunchtime you hungry oh yeah all right, 9701 West Flamingo, John Smith Subs. Coming up tomorrow, buy one sub, get one free, any size sub. And our friends over to Aces, 4955 South Decatur. They're going to be hooting and hollering for the big game with the great gaming promotions. Back to Vegas shortly. There's a going on out there. It's catchy. It's called The Winning Edge. And the only place you can get it is right here. Get on the grid and stay there. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, back with the Sportsbook Radio from the KSHP studios in... Rainy slash snowy Las Vegas. You don't say that very often. <coughs> Hardly ever. Usually r- around February, though. The times that it has snow, certain, it's certain parts of the valley get an accumulation. Is it maybe later today we get like four inches of snow? I'm wondering when I get home because I'm kind of against the mountain. Do you own a shovel? I, I listen not. to you talk every day. You should. Yeah. yeah I. <laughs> <laughs> Do you own a shovel? Uh, no. And, and now, just to spite you, I'm not going to go get one. Yeah, I don't blame you. The big man joins us. We love going downtown, the Golden Nugget, our dear friend, the big man, Tony Miller. Hi, pal. How you doing, kid? Boys, hey, what's happening, man? Hey, and, and speaking of snow, my wife just FaceTimed me, and uh, it's snowing like crazy up at my house. It's like coming down hard and sticking. Does she have a shovel? She has no shovel. What's a shovel? (laughs) (laughs) The crazy thing is, it was raining, and then it was snow, then the sun popped out for 20 minutes. This is the damnedest thing. All right, whatever. Hey, Tony, over at the Golden Nugget, you always, we've talked about it locally for years, you always take an inordinate amount of money from anything Wisconsin, specifically the Packers. Minnesota's kind of another market that, for whatever reason, you get a lot of dough. Did, were you getting pumped on the Packers yesterday? Was that a really good result for you? 
You know what? Um, when it comes to these uh, championship games, Brian, you know, it's good two-way action. So, yeah, of course we get a lot of Packer people in here, and, uh, you know, the, the room was full of Packers and Cheeseheads, and uh, trust me, they, they weren't happy at all. But, uh, no, we the, the money came in on both sides, and uh, it was pretty even evened out for us. It was a good day, you know, but, uh, yeah, I mean, these championship games, man, it's just two-way action all the way through. So we're seeing three-and-a-half down to three, three-minus money, 57 down to 56. I, I think it gets through three, Tony. I just, you know how long it takes. Am I wrong? I, I think four maybe is even in play. And this Kansas City team, I think the people, the more people look at how they played in the AFC Championship game. I know Brady's a public guy and they love him, but I gotta think a lot of those gonna come in on KC here. Well, it has all year. You know, they supported KC in that high-octane offense, and they looked good yesterday. But And remember, last year's Super Bowl was Mahomes up against uh, Brady's understudy in uh, Garoppolo. Now he's going against the Masters. So it might be a different thing. We did hit three and a half yesterday. We came back down to three today. Um, but, you know, yeah, you're right, Brian. I don't see this thing staying around three. I think it goes up also. All right, buddy, let me ask you this. You and Aaron Kessler, so creative with the props and the things you put out. And, and I asked Chuck Esposito this. Does it help you guys? And I know it's a different year, but it's really kind of the same weapons we're talking about. How much can you call on last year's Super Bowl with the Chiefs in terms of putting the props together this year and and but to be able to look back and see how the public bet those guys last year is is that a help putting Man. all these props together you know, to me, it's different every year, Brian. This year is different than last year. I mean, I think, you know, the the concept this year, with, first of all, with them being on their home turf and, and all the different things you're going to see against Brady, against Mahomes, quite a bit difference between Garoppolo against Mahomes. So you're, I think you see a lot more props on the quarterbacks. Gronkowski against Kelsey. You know, there's a lot of intriguing things in this year's Super Bowl that I didn't think we had last year with the 49ers. So uh, I think you're going to see a lot more unique things this year. And I I think it's going to be real fun. It's a great Super Bowl. Hey, Tony, Tampa Bay being at home, was that a factor at all in the number or not at all because we're in a pandemic? And, and it, you know, Go ahead. You know, we, 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 we were talking about that, and, you know, I said, I said, I said to Aaron, you know, me, you know, maybe one, one and a half, 16,000 people in the stands are going to allow more for the Super Bowl. But, you know, I don't think so. I think it's going to be a different breed. And uh, I, I, I think it's it, – nah, I don't think so at all. I just think the two teams play out as it is, and I think the number's going to be pretty solid. How big will the handle be on this one, Tony? We're in the mode of records being set all the time and with everybody having apps and you guys standalone book and you got your app. It doesn't matter, right? People are just hammering away. Yeah, you know, no matter where you're going to play this game, on the phone, at the counter, even around the United States now with all these... I'm sorry about my phone. No, go ahead. This is great. Go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, that, you know, there's just, it's just going to be a busy, busy Super Bowl. I think it's going to be one of the best ever, and uh, I'm looking for a good handle. So I think this... I mean, don't worry about it. It's nice background noise, but I'm sitting here chuckling a little bit. I mean, so far I've heard three different phones. Hey, but that's the nature of what this two weeks is like. You're getting calls from all around the country. You'll do right no, you'll do radio hits. You got meetings and you got this and and everybody. People want rooms. Maybe they're coming in. What's it like for you these two weeks? It's great. 
crazy. The phone, the emails haven't stopped since last night, you know. I'm answering a lot of questions, doing a lot of interviews, and these two weeks are fun, you know. I, hey, it's, it's better than sitting around doing nothing. It's been pretty quiet, so, you know, a little excitement around here is going to be great. Sounds like the White House during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Oh, man, yeah, really. I mean, well, hey, we got 13 days left until the big game. Uh, all right, so you know, the, the, the crazy thing, Tony, this is always such a monstrous event in Las Vegas, the Super Bowl. To me, the March Madness is the big one. And for many years, we go to the Grand Ballroom with you and the show you put on for that. And I know all the things you would normally do for the Super Bowl. This is going to be different. I think there'll be an influx of people coming in. But is March Madness, is that like a maybe a, a target date that the hopes that we can pull this kind of stuff off again? Or do you think we're still further down the road than that until we're really approaching normal? You know, Brian, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I'm trying to keep my legs crossed. It's kind of hard for me. But, Impossible. You know, yeah, I mean, you know, all, all hope is that we do have some type of party. Things get a little bit normal come March, and uh, we're see, we're hoping. You know, well, we missed it last year, so we really do need it. I think the Super Bowl is going to be a nice indicator, and uh, we hope things start to get better. And I think they will eventually. But uh, yeah, it's we're just praying right now that we can do something. But we're seeing it on the broader landscape, at least, Tony, that sports has found a way to. I don't know that thrive is the word. To survive and adapt, there there are speed bumps, but we're being entertained. And you think of all the poor people and small businesses, and a lot of the people that, and we all took a big punch to the gut. At least in our little circle now, we found a way to get back up to some sense of rhythm. Exactly, we did, and uh, sports is trying very hard, and I think they're doing a great job. Now we're looking at maybe a full slate of 162 games in MLB coming up. Uh, we got March Madness coming, and you know the Derby's coming, the Masters is coming. There's a lot of good things on horizon, so we're trying. And uh, you know, as long as sports is there, they're going to keep coming and betting, and uh, we're open for business, man. Let's see how far we can go. How many props did you end up doing last year, and is that the target again this year? Yeah, we had over 400 props last year, and I'm pretty, you know, it, it's insane. I already started today. I'm working on some things, and Aaron comes in tomorrow, my wingman, and he takes over and does some things. So it takes, you know, it, it's a good five days of putting these things together and getting them out and checking them, and uh, it's an ordeal, man. But, you know, this is something the public craves and needs, and uh, we'll be ready for it. The cross-sport props are cool and fun, the bottom line is you got to handicap two things. They're fun from a water cooler perspective. <laughs> now, you, you can maybe, if you've got a, just a defined opinion on one thing, yeah, maybe you stick your toe in the water. But, again, you're muddy in the waters because you're handicapping two things for the one bet. They're fun to talk about. But at the same time, it's no joke to you because, you know, you guys can get drilled on one of those things if you're really off. Oh, no doubt about it, you know, and, and you know, you put these things together, you come up with them, and, uh, you, you know, you go around in your head with them over and over again, you know, these next four nights, I go to bed thinking numbers, and, uh, you know, you're... A beautiful like, mind! <laughs> <laughs> you know, come Super Bowl Sunday, when you post that final score, and you're gritting your teeth, going, did we win, did we win, did we lose, did we lose, but, uh, yeah, man, there's so many of them, you know, you just gotta go through them and get them out there, and, and hope for the best.
And you, you have to put up something that the public wants, be it you know, here locally, the, the Vegas Knights, if they're playing that day, or, or a Lakers game, something like that, something that has the public interest, and then you've got to figure the number out on it. Oh, hockey and golf are very big. Uh, you know, other sports to cross into the Super Bowl, people love them. The UFC fights and whatnot. Uh, yeah, they're just interesting. People like playing them, and uh, we're having them out there. All right. You got the new joint now, the Saltgrass Steakhouse. You got all the all the cocktails, all the beers. You got the 23 screens. Just what you needed, another place to go, you know, get stuck at on the way in and out of the door. <laughs> hey, but the salt grass is amazing, man. If you like sitting down and eating lunch and or dinner and watching sports and a lot of TVs and some good beer, that and the Cadillac Cantina down the other end of the building, they're fantastic places to watch sports, and uh, we're all about that here. I just, yeah, I mean, the beauty of that, and you're a smart guy, right? you got to have more angles than a geometry teacher. You go to the bosses go, oh, yeah, I've got uh, some big meetings, and you know, you make it part of the job description that you have to be in there doing some of your work, right? I mean, make it look good. But... <laughs> hey, i got to go have a beer to figure this prop out. That's all there is to it. I, I'm, trying to get, I'm trying to get the Russell Crowe at the chalk. <laughs> Board vision of you dreaming out of my head. <laughs> yeah, it's not pretty, is it? <laughs> uh, so, how about the the other sports that are going, Tony? What kind of trends are you seeing? We got hockey just up and running. Baseball's coming. Is it kind of back to business as usual? But are your college hoops? Uh, are you spotting trends? And are there got teams that are coming at you at consistently with all the nonsense that's going on? No, not really. You know, it's a weird season, you know, because they're playing these back-to-back games against each other, and hockey's doing, you know, the the here-there, and, and, and the, you know, the two teams here and the same team away. It's, it's kind of things we're getting used to, but we're getting used to it just as the public is. So uh, it's new to us on this side of the counter. It's new to the people coming up wagering, and uh, we're all trying to figure it out, but it's working. You know, we're, our handle's pretty good, and uh, we're grinding through it, man, and it's going to be nothing but going to get better and better as the time goes on. Hey, buddy, what do you think it is in terms of being a glasses-half-full guy? I, I feel blessed. I've had a wonderful life, hoping there's a lot more good stuff to come, and I've gone with the mantra, as a Bills and a Sabres fan, that good things come to those who wait. So I, I'm running with that. That's that's. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, you know, man, I was rooting for you yesterday, man. I was thinking about you, but you know, you get there one day. I hope it's you know soon. <laughs> it, you know, I'd rather I'd rather get drilled like that. I mean, you're not good enough. I mean, there's no doubt the best team won. They're they're, they're scary. I mean, they yeah. they just played around with people all year long and. Uh, they, geez, I don't they, know. You know well, I tell you, when they throw that ball with Tyreek Hill. It's amazing to watch this guy, what he does with his feet. So it's so much fun to watch that guy run down the field with the ball in his hand. And it's terrifying and brilliant how the different motions and, and the ways they get him that no one's ever, not that you could cover him if you were locked on him anyway, but they get him a running start half the time, which is a nightmare. It's unbelievable how good and quick and how he cuts his his moves are unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's fun to watch. It's going to be a great, great Super Bowl, man. Hey, real quick, the quarterback, we only got about 30 seconds if you're good, but that Dak Prescott makes a return. Rodgers, now there's smoke, there's fire. Uh, you've got Watson and you got Stafford. This is going to be a wild off season. 
Oh man, quarterbacks are up in the air, and you know, and you're right. You know, you throw Dak Prescott in there. That, that's not certain either. So it's going to be a crazy offseason, man. We'll see how it goes. We tell people to come into town, check out downtown, go see Tony and Aaron and Dory and the gang down there at the Golden Nugget. It's a great place to stay. A lot of fun, and they'll got you covered. And they got the mobile app and all the goodies. Tony, we'll uh, tra- we'll try to track you down before the big game. But thanks for jumping in today, buddy. Always a pleasure. Thanks, man. This beautiful mind's going back to work. <laughs> That's a vision. I'm scarred mentally. I can see the numbers swirling around in his head. He's the best. We're coming back with Stevie's thoughts. Talk about something swirling around between a pair of ears. That's next. Lines matchup. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's not your wife. It's not your kids. It's not your neighbor. And it sure isn't your boss. Only we understand you. We are your friends. You're listening to The Winning Edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, putting a lid on Sportsbook Radio for you here on a Monday, the beginning of the gauntlet, the march to the Super Bowl between the Bucks and the Chiefs. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slabshot. Uh, coming up on Vegas Hockey Hotline at the top of the hour locally on KSHP. Mike Lewis is going to join us. We've got a lot to talk about on the NHL front, so that's always great fun. Listen to that at KSHP.com. You can follow Stevie at Stevie Slapshot. Follow me at Brian Blessing. And we get the archives of the shows up at SportsbookRadio.com. Scott Farrell coming up uh, after this program at the top of the hour on Sirius Channel 2 on the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, final couple of moments, Stevie. Well, my neighbor Chet shot me a text during the break. Water cooler stuff, right? I mean, yeah. He said, what about Rogers to San Francisco or Indianapolis? Oh, again, all the places. In he- Do you think as soon as that press conference is over that some GM or two may have made a phone call to Green Bay and said, hey, what what, well, what Rodgers cost That was me? the point I tried to make with you in the, in the first hour that you're saying, I'm not happy, I'm not a fan of what Rodgers did. Well, I'm still not. Okay, but at the same time, if this were something to come up, it's like in hockey when there's RFAs or the trade down. You want to get a bidding war going. But Rodgers wants to say, well, if indeed I am going somewhere else, he doesn't want to, you know, he doesn't want to go somewhere that's again complete rebuild mode. And if there are only a handful of play, he wants to get his name out there. Well, what I'm not saying he did, but what if he's getting his name out there? And he's throwing something Belichick's way. Don't go. Don't be. You know. I know you're looking at Deshaun Watson, but I'm in. I'm in the mix here. And all of a sudden, Belichick calls Green Bay. And don't forget that Rodgers is from Northern California. So if San Francisco came calling, he would look at that hard. He, I'm sure he would like to go back home. I just. If you think about the off season in the NFL. I mean, from the quarterback perspective. Watson and Stafford, or even a Rodgers, but I mean, they could change somebody's fortunes. Indy's built to be good right now. Could yes. you imagine throwing no. any any one of the three in there? They're a danger. Yes, completely agree. Completely agree. And I, I like Frank, the head coach. So. Good stuff, always. Uh, we appreciate it. Thanks for joining us on Sportsbook Radio. We'll play it back again tomorrow. Thanks for joining us on the Sportsbook Radio Network and Sirius Channel 204. 
you have a simple choice.